0: Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? Welcome to Gambling with Gold, episode 104. This is our NFL Week 2 Best Spence. My name is Jason Gold. This is Joey Mariello. We are here to lock in these picks for Week 2. Joey, you excited after what you saw from Chargers Chiefs on Thursday Night Football?
1: I'm very excited especially with the the hit rate that you had last weekend last night uh I'm excited to keep on uh keep this train rolling. Uh
0: yeah, so a little recap. I'm in three circuit contests. Uh we went 3 and 2, 5 and 0 oh, and 5 and 0 oh. last night we had and had 28-24, ended up 27-24. We're hot boys. Joey was good last week too, so we're off to a spicy start this season and ready to get into our best bets for week 2. So Joey, kick us off. Number one bet on the board
1: is my number one bet of the board for this week is the Bucks minus two and a half. Interesting. Saints are one and zero. They're coming off a dramatic win against Atlanta, who I think Atlanta is no good at all. Um, they gave up 200 rushing yards to the Falcons, and Jameis Winston was also sacked five times. And you're going against an explosive Bucs offense. I know Godwin is is dealing with an injury, so I'm not sure what his status is going to be like. But I still think the Bucks. Um, are getting disrespected on this line, which is a little sketchy, but I like the Bucks minus two and a half. If you could buy it down to two, something like that, maybe. But I love the Bucks this week.
0: I definitely would not advise buying it down to no, two. No, 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 not be- buying
1: it down to two. I, I was, I thought it was, I was going to say three and a half, but it's two and a half.
0: Yeah. So if it's three and a half, yeah, buy the three. Two and a half, no reason down. Uh, I like the under in this game, under forty-four and a half. I think it'll be relatively low scoring. This Tampa Bay offense is still not. I don't think this team's going to click until about week eight or week nine. Offensive line now completely destroyed. New Orleans, I don't trust their offense yet either. New Orleans, will I will say, against Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, they're four and out. So there's something about that defense that knows what to do with Tom Brady in this Bruce Arians style offense. I expect a really close game. I expect it to be low scoring. I can't take a side, I don't care. All I know is that all the sharp money is coming on in the New Orleans Saints. So, probably not a situation that I want to put myself in, but hard to go against the GOAT when you only have to give up two and a half points. All I got to do pretty much is win the game.
1: Yep. What do you got?
0: All right. Uh, My number one bet on the board, I flip-flop between two, so I'm just going to give them out at the same time and call them 1A and 1B. Number one, Carolina Panthers plus two at the New York Giants, and number two, San Francisco minus eight and a half, hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Those are my two locks of the week. Uh, I actually submitted for uh, circuit this morning my lock of the week, which I actually had to just pick one, and I took Carolina over San Francisco. My reason for taking Carolina over San Francisco was basically that San Francisco may be playing in another rain game. So, do I really want to get in front of that situation again and fully go, you know, put all my chips on that? Not quite. I don't feel as confident in that game as I did at the beginning of the week, but I'll break down both games where I'm at. Carolina, great spot. So they're dogs. If you would have told me before the season, look ahead line. Carolina should have been favored in this game. Giants coming off of a hugely emotional win at Tennessee, coming back home. You always want to fade Danny Dimes at home. You always want to bet on him as a road dog. So home favorite, great spot to fade Danny Dimes. I thought this Carolina team, look, outside of quarterback, the Cleveland Browns are really, really talented. And I thought that they hung on the field with them the entire game. Baker made a couple mistakes, but this Giants defense, I don't think, is as good as they showed last week. I anticipate that the Carolina running game will get going in a big way against the Giants. Do I really think that Brian Dayball and the New York Giants are going to go 2-0? No, I don't think so. So I'll take Carolina plus 2 all day. Love that money line, plus 110. And then San Francisco, I explained this on episode 103 with Steph, and I've explained it on pretty much every podcast we've done this week. This is an incredible spot for San Francisco. And I like that the number came down a little bit to 8.5. We're getting good value on this number. If you can buy this to eight, I would love it even more. I think that the San Francisco 49ers, look, they're off a shitty loss. They are at home. No one believes in them. No one likes Trey Lance. And meanwhile, they had seven days to prepare. On the other side of the ball, Seattle, huge emotional win. I don't anticipate Geno Smith being any better right now. Uh, They only have six days to prepare. And if we would have thought about this team before the season, we thought they were a three, four-win team. It's a perfect, perfect spot for me to bet the San Francisco 49ers minus eight and a half. Locked that one in. That's my second best bet of the week.
1: All right. Well, I am I agree with you on one for two on that one. I love the Panthers. I think everyone's really high in the Giants. They want to say the Giants are back, but people forget that Daniel Jones still makes crucial mistakes, and they probably should have lost that game to the Titans 100%. Uh, I like Dable. I like what he's doing there. But I also think if you game plan Saquon the right way, he's not going to get going like he did last week. I talked about that, how I don't think he's going to be consistent in that sense. He's not going to be ripping 170-yard, two-touchdown games um, all year. And um, Yeah, I don't know. I I like the Panthers. I think this is a team that Baker Mayfield will feast on, honestly. I think this is where you get the cocky Baker Mayfield back. Uh, I think this is where McCaffrey goes for 34 points and two scores. So the fact that the Giants are favored is is kind of a surprise a little bit. I mean, it's very rare for them to be favored, so it makes you think, like, hey, what does Vegas know? But I like the Panthers. I think uh, we get the old Baker Mayfield back, and he's feeling himself.
0: For, for what it's worth, my power rankings, now that I've fully adjusted it for week two, have the Giants at minus two. I don't think that the number's wrong. I just think the spot is bad for the Giants in this situation. Also, for what it's worth, my number on San Francisco is 10. So, power rank on San Francisco should be favored by 10 points, 8.5. Good value. My second biggest one on the board, actually my biggest one is one that we'll talk about a little later, but I have uh, Pittsburgh minus a half and New England minus two. It's a two and a half point difference, but I am not on that game. Uh, What is your second best bet of the week?
1: My second best bet of the week is... I like the Broncos minus 10 against the Texans. And I get that's a lot of points. And despite losing on Monday night, everyone knows that that game was handed uh, to Seattle. The Broncos should have won that game, no doubt. Two red zone fumbles on the one-yard line. I think that's why people are really overreacting to the Seahawks. And they're like, oh, man, Geno, you, Smith. You, and you don't like San Francisco? Come on, buddy. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. But I'm saying because I don't like San Francisco either. That's I get it. I get it. Um. But, yeah, I think people are, are are liking Gino, and I like Gino a lot. But I still think uh, Russ is getting disrespected, all right? The Texans had – I'm going to say it, and I know you're high on the Texans a little bit. I think the Texans week one uh, tie was considered a fluke, okay? I think that line was, was plus seven and a half, plus eight for them. Um, I can't see Davis Mills staying consistent, too. I think he's going to start turning the ball over. And I think Russ is going to show um, elite Russ again, especially after that brutal – Lost to Geno Smith on a primetime game. I would fully expect the Denver Broncos to make a comeback in this game. My number is ten and a half.
0: I don't hate taking Denver in this situation. Houston, I think that probably people are higher on now after a tie with the Colts. Divisional dog at home. Sometimes those games just happen. They were up twenty-three and let you know let the whole thing slip. They lost the rest of the game seventeen to nothing. So maybe it's just the first half of Week One trying to adjust. I would expect the Broncos to come in here. I would say if you're in a survivor contest. For me, it's down to Denver and San Francisco. Those are the two picks. I kind of want to save Denver for Week 7 against the Jets, but if you want to take them in this position, I fully expect them to come out and win this game. Minus 490 on the money line. If you're feeling a little aggressive, uh, play that one. But I do think it's a good survivor pick. All right. All right. Uh, Next one on the board, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Minus 2 on Monday Night Football versus the Minnesota Vikings. My number says this should also be 2. This is a complete fade of Kirk Cousins, three and nine against the spread and straight up all time on Monday Night Football. Kirk in primetime, we fade it every time, baby, every time. I do like the over 50 and a half in this game as well. The Eagles should be able to do whatever they want offensively on the ground. I think that Jeff- Justin Jefferson's going to cook, but I think that Kirk throws two interceptions. Eagles get this done at home. No Have to lay three at home with the Eagles on Monday Night Football versus Kirk. Easy layup for me. I'll take the Eagles all day.
1: All right. right. I'm surprised that – like, I'm really not – I'm kind of split on this game. I'm surprised that you are – well, everyone's high on the Eagles in this company. We know that. Uh, But Kirk and the the Vikings look so good. They looked so good last Sunday. what did I say
0: all offseason? I love the Vikings this year. I'm on all the Vikings best. So shouldn't that mean that I'm even more confident in this Eagles bet where I'm going against a team that I'm already. No, that's what I'm
1: saying. I mean, this, this is, I wasn't going to touch this game, but if Mr. Uh, Hot streak over here is today in the Eagles. Hey, it it can go go cold
0: at any second, buddy. It's about to go downhill.
1: No, it won't. We roll. We keep the train rolling on this show. Um, Yeah. I don't hate it. I mean, I don't know. I think this game is going to be pretty high scoring. Actually I could see it being a shootout too. Uh, I think Jalen hurts. Yeah, it's rare for him to throw for probably over 300 passing yards, but if there was a game to do it, it will be this one. So I like, I like this game. I like the over in this one. I think it's going to be pretty high scoring. I still think Jed is, is finds his way in the end zone too because
0: he's the best Definitely receiver. He does.
1: So uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the over. I think it's at 50 right now, 50 and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, if I could tease it, maybe I would. I would say over and, and the Eagles. So
0: don't tease, don't tease points. Don't tease points. Never do that. Really. Yeah, you, I, thought, teasers, I, you teasers. Teasers. I do like teasers in very specific positions. You do not tease the point total ever. This is wow. the biggest sucker bet in the entire world. Never tease wow. totals. What you want to do is just tease specific size. If you can take a side through 7 and 3 down or up through 3 and 7, pair two of those together, that's how you make money on teasers. That's it.
1: That's I know every,
0: every, everybody wants to be DJs with teasers and shit. That's fine. I appreciate DJ bets as much as the next person. Go put seven teams on a money line round robin or something like that. Do not do teasers. You think that you're getting value, you're just getting fucked, and not in the fun way.
1: Oh, that's a good clip right there. You think you're (laughs) getting value, but you're actually just getting fucked.
0: Uh, All right. What is my next bet on the board? Oh, no, you have your next bet on the board. What do you got?
1: You know, I'm a Finns fan. Hate to say this. New England minus two against the Steelers. Sketchiest line. New England looked terrible. Um, Bill's offense is clearly struggling with the hires he he has right now. So um, I was all Patriot hatred. But they were going against the Dolphins. And the Dolphins always play good against the Patriots. They haven't lost to him since 2020. And the Steelers got so lucky against the Bengals. That should not have played out the way it did. But I think the Steelers... Are gonna get smoked, honestly. I think Bill recovers pretty heavy. I don't think this, the Browns are a good football team in that sense yet. I think they'll come together. Um, and the Steelers clearly had problems with them. Uh, this line is so fishy from Vegas. I'm still gonna take New England minus two, probably money line as well. I don't think Bill's starting off the season over two. And Mitch is gonna Mitch. It's only a t- it's only a matter of time before Mitch Mitches. So give me the give me the Pats on this one. Yeah, I think that this is
0: absolutely the sharp side. This line is so fishy that you have to take the li- you have to take the bait on the side in which you know they're trying to bait you into. Uh, my my Power ranking says the same thing. Like I have Pittsburgh minus a half, spreads to New England minus two is my biggest difference on the board. It's just so fishy that we have to end up on the Pats. And if we go look at where the sharp numbers are at right now, forty-one percent of the bet, seventy-one percent of the money is on New England, which is the second biggest difference of the week usually means it's the second biggest sharp bet of the week. I will also be on the Patriots. It does not make my top five, but I've already bet it. Money line minus two. I'm all over it. Love to see that you're on the same side. My next bet, this is actually the sharpest play of the week and the grossest, and it's going to make you want to puke, and you might have to go to the bathroom afterwards. It's not, it, nothing's good about this. Jets plus six and a half at the Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah, it, yeah. Baby. yeah, I like it, I like it.
0: 46 I like percent it. Of the bet, 46% of the bet, 79% of the money is on the Jets at plus 6.5. Cleveland coming off this big win, they still got percent. Jets, huge loss to Baltimore. They look like crap. Who in the hell wants to bet on the New York Jets going into Cleveland right now? This fucking idiot. And you know what that means? Lock.
1: I like it. And you know what? You know what? The Jets have been bad for a very long time. And the last time the Jets played the Browns in 2020, the Jets won. The Jets have the Browns numbers. So I, I like go. it. I like it. I think um I think they, they have to uh, kind of recover from last week. They they gave the fans a lot of hope this offseason. I still like the Jets defense too. I think they made improvements that will show. I mean, maybe not week one. We we saw that, but I do like the Jets plus six and a half. That's on that's on my list for my plays of the week, too.
0: I, I will just say this road, team's on the road. And they're an underdog. And the total's under 42. It's a really, really, really good bet. So there's two teams that fit that this week. Jets plus six and a half. Actually, there's three. And I'm going against two of them, but that's okay. Jets plus six and a half. Seattle plus eight and a half. Chicago plus ten. Those all fit that mold. I would expect two of those, three to cover. Pick which ones wisely. But I like Jets plus six and a half.
1: man. What else you got? Um, I don't want to say this, but I'm, I'm I'm going to say this. I like the Bengals, Cowboys, under a lot. I think okay. Joey D is not going to come out slinging. I don't think he has the confidence yet, especially after last week. A game with four interceptions could throw off a QB psych just like that. Um, the Cowboys clearly are dealing with some major injuries. Dak's out. There's going to be no offense. There was no offense for them um, last Sunday night. I can't see this game going over 40 points. I, I, I think it's going to be a really low scoring game. And I think the Bengals are going to end up winning it.
0: So under 42 right now at DraftKings, I would suggest if you're going to play this game, Cincinnati minus one as a teaser piece. This was talking about getting through seven and three is a perfect piece. Pairing that with Carolina going through three and seven, going from two to eight. Love that one a lot. Otherwise, I don't know. Steph has this weird theory about playing backup quarterbacks against a spread the first game that they're out because they, people haven't seen them before and they don't know what to expect. I have no idea what the history on that is, but at least it's an interesting angle. If you want to take Dallas plus seven, I would expect the under 42 to come in also. You, look, Cincinnati's offense is really explosive, but that Dallas defense knows that they have to step up. They're, just, they're not scoring more than 17 points in this game. It's gonna be on them. Usually when it's on a defense to stop the other team, they do a good job. So I would take Bengals like twenty to seventeen
1: in this game. Yeah, I like that exact score too. But yeah, the Cowboys are they're bottom five in every category right now. Clearly they're gonna to have to make adjustments. You know, no NFL coach will let that happen, especially after week one, just getting embarrassed, being the only team that doesn't even score a touchdown on offense. So I mean, I I'm I really
0: look- i I need Mike McCarthy to not make any adjustments so he gets his ass fired.
1: I thought you have Cliff Kingsbury first five. I got
0: both. I got the two.
1: All right. All right. So, oh my God. You're sitting in you're sitting in a good <laughs> chair. Um all right. Speaking of Kingsbury, what do you what do you like in this game? Vegas Cardinals. Oh my god.
0: All right. Um Line's down to five, which is interesting. I had liked Arizona when it got to six and a half. I never bet it, but I know a lot of sharp people who were on Vegas really early in the week and last week when the lines opened at minus two and a half and they bet it all the way up. This game is a full stay away for me. Both defenses could really sting. So this 51 and a half, I wouldn't take 51 and a half. 51, if you want to bet an over, is probably a decent number. There's no way to tease this game. So right now it's a stay away. I want to see where this number goes because it went up to six and a half, and now it's at five, which is very curious. So I'm wondering if there's a lot of sharp play on Arizona right now. Yeah. What do you think? If I, if I, to, I I know that you have your you make your Devonte Adams case because I, I was about to say.
1: Good. Listen, this is not financial advice. This is betting with my heart and nothing else. No uh, skill involved in this one. No research. Devonte Adams career day anytime touchdown scorer, receiving yards and receptions solely because his grandparents are coming to the game. They're watching him for the first time. And if you saw the clip of him, he is very excited about that. I also think they abused the Cardinals' secondary too. Um, The Cardinals looked horrible week one, horrible. We've been saying it all year in every podcast. It comes up of how much that we hate the Cardinals this year. Uh, If I had to take it, I'm not taking Vegas minus five and a half, six. I'm just not doing it. I'll take Vegas money line if I had all the money in the world, but I don't. So I'm staying away from this one. I'd like just the Devontae Adams props. That's it.
0: I would like to see what the team totals are. Because if, if uh, the Raiders are under like 27 and a half, uh, Raiders to score 31 to 40 plus 190.
1: 31 to 40?
0: Yeah, total point span.
1: That's so we can't go over 40, though? No. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think huh. this, I, I, my prediction right now is 34 points.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. Going to have to go look into that one uh, a little bit more. Uh, my last bet of the day, the one that we're going to make for our circuit contest, is going to be Green Bay minus 9.5, minus 10. The official line of circuit is minus 10. Uh, this is just a full bounce-back spot. Green Bay looked terrible last week against the Minnesota Vikings. Chicago Bears obviously won against the San Francisco 49ers, 19-10, to 10, in Chicago in the monsoon. Aaron Rodgers, we know. He owns the Bears. It's a big number. Divisional, so I'm not really supposed to play this number, but I think the Green Bay comes in. I don't think that the Bears are going to score more than, like, seven points in this game. So give me the Green Bay Packers 27-7. to 7. I
1: think they crush the
0: Chicago Bears in week two.
1: All right. Uh, I, I like the pick. It's another game that I'm probably not going to touch any spreads just because divisional game, there's so much beef between uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Bears. So I think they always play with a chip on their shoulder now, uh, especially with new quarterback, new fields, new franchise. Um, I like the under a lot. That's probably my main play on this. I think Chicago plays them better than they usually play them. I think the Green Bay's offense is not what they used to be. I know they looked terrible mm-hmm. last week. They're trying to bounce back. I'm going to go with the under on this one. I would say Green Bay 20, Bears 7. Green Bay
0: 20. Hey, I still get my minus 10, so I don't care. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for what it's worth, my numbers have Green Bay minus 11 and a half. Um, all right, so that's those are my five locks of the week. Let's go through the games that we have not talked about just yet. Before we do that, let me let you know about all the giveaways we have with Champions Round right now. Enter the daily dozen every day. The winner this week gets a Justin Jefferson signed jersey. If you are our top point getter for the month, you're gonna get a Josh Allen signed Bills helmet. And then if you enter the 7-6 contest for Monday Night Football, you're gonna get a you're gonna have a chance to win an AJ Brown signed Eagles jersey. We also have a 7-6 contest open for college football for week three and Sunday slate for NFL in week number two. All right, time to go. Rest of the games that we have on the board. Colts minus three and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Total is
1: 45 and a half. any angle on this one. I'm going to go with the Colts minus three and a half. I'm still not sold on the Jags. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to get anything going anytime soon. Um, The Colts didn't look that good last week, but you know, it's first game first week. I I just like the Colts. I don't really have much on this game. Um, The Jags had a gritty game against the commanders and they couldn't pull it out. I don't think they play that well this week. Uh, I have Jacksonville plus four and a half already. That's probably
0: all I'm going to do in that game. Although I do know, a lot of sharp books, including Warren Sharp from the Ringer, just put in a bet on Jacksonville, plus 4, minus 120. So worth putting that out there. There are a lot of sharp sides on Jacksonville this week. New England, uh, Pittsburgh we talked about. Washington, plus 1.5 at the Detroit Lions. Total set at 48.5. I gave out this one earlier in the week. I bet the over at 45. I bet the over at 46.5. I would still bet the over, not at 48.5. If you can get 48, like I talked about last week, key number there. So that's about all I have in this game. I don't know which side is going to win. I would take the Commanders from plus one and a half to plus seven and a half, or if you can get a plus two, plus two to plus eight. As a teaser piece, that's about it.
1: Yeah, I think this 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 game could it's a it's a toss up, no doubt. Uh, if I had to choose, I would go with Detroit just because I'm high on Detroit this year. Um, I think they played the Eagles very well, and the Eagles are a good team. So I like Detroit. I think they're coming off uh, their Week One loss and they're going to get it done. If I had to, I would take the over as well on this one. I think it's going to be a very high scoring game actually. All right, next game on the board 105 at
0: SoFi Stadium in LA, a Atlanta Falcons and Marcus Mariota plus 10 at the Los Angeles Rams total is all the way down to 46 and a half. I know this was a big under for the sharp books earlier in the week wouldn't touch it to at 46 and a half. What do you feel about the number at plus 10 minus 10? Uh, I know that a lot of Sharp people love the Atlanta Falcons in this spot, which I'm a little surprised by.
1: Oh, this is tough. I mean, the Rams look terrible. I get they were going against the Bills, but they didn't look that good either. And and, and Mariota looks comfortable starting at quarterback. They seem like they had some juice behind them. Obviously, I don't think the Falcons are anything special. I like the plus 10 on this, though. I really do. I think the Falcons find a way to keep this, uh, keep this a game.
0: I think that number is way too big but I'm concerned because everyone's devaluing the Rams. Still a competent team. They're at home for the second straight week, and they had 10 days to rest and get ready for this one. Usually Sean McVay with time to prepare. Uh, that's a little sketchy for me. So I, don't, I will not play this game. I cannot find a good angle on this game. I get why people want to bet on Atlanta. I'm just saying be cautious when you're trying to fade Sean McVay because usually a bad thing in the long term. Other games on the board that we have not discussed, we talked about Seattle, San Francisco. We talked about Cincinnati, Dallas, Houston, Denver. We talked about Arizona, Vegas. We talked about, ooh, wow, we got through most of these, buddy. Uh, Chicago, Green Bay, we talked about. Last game on the board that we have not talked about at all, Monday night football, Tennessee Titans plus 9.5 at the Buffalo Bills. Total is set at 48. That number's coming down a little bit on the total. What do you think about the first Monday night football game?
1: Real quick, there's one more game that we didn't talk about. We'll finish it off. Which is? The
0: Dolphins okay. game. Oh, we didn't talk about
1: that. That was the first <laughs> game on the board. Monday uh, Night Football. Wait, hold on. We'll we'll go with that first. Bills minus 10. Every step of the way. I think this is a lock 31 to 10 final score. The Bills are the most explosive offense in the league right now, in my opinion. Um, They absolutely had their way with the Rams. And if Daniel Jones could do it to the Titans and Saquon, I think the Bills are going to be just fine this week. I hope to see a little uh, – James Cook, too. So I like the Bills minus 10. I think that's that's a lock.
0: Uh, I, I already bet on the Bills minus seven. I bet the look ahead line. Nine and a half, I'm a little bit more concerned. Tennessee is a team that usually plays up to their opponent. I could see them trying to use Derrick Henry and just extend this game, make it really short. So if you're going to take the Tennessee Titans at plus nine and a half, plus 10, I would also take the under. I think those are very highly correlated. Um, so you could – Maybe same game parlay if you want to. But I, I think that just taking the, both of those bets straight, if you're going to bet on the Tennessee Titans, is a good angle. That being said, I'm room for this Buffalo minus 7, so I'm not going to go against it. Buffalo should – I mean, they're Buffalo. They're the best team in the NFL right now, bar none. I expect them to show it once again on Monday night. And they got 11 days off to prepare for this game. They're going to feel feeling fresh. they got that home crowd in front of them. They're going to be feeling good, feeling lit, feeling live. So uh, I would expect to see a good game from the Buffalo Bills. All right, last game on the board. Let's talk about your Miami Dolphins. Plus three and a half at Baltimore. Total set at 44 and a half. For what it's worth, I have already bet two things in this game. I don't know if you're going to like either of them, but they're not on Baltimore. Under 21 and a half first half, under 45 and a half for the game. That's it. I think it'll be low scoring.
1: Yeah, I I like the under two. This game is the only game as a Dolphins fan that it's so hard to bet the fins, you know the Dolphins have had a terrible history with the Ravens. I know they won last year. The Ravens are also four zero in the last four years in home openers. Uh, I think Lamar is coming into this game thinking that he's going to run all over the Dolphins' defense. I can't touch it. The only thing I like is the under. That's literally the only thing. I know the Dolphins' defense looked unbelievable against Mac Jones and the Patriots, but this is a whole different offense with some stars on the field. So only play I have on this one is the under I'm not really that confident in the fins this week obviously I'm die-hard rooting for them, and I I'm gonna say that I want them to win and they will win but I'm staying away from money line bets
0: fair enough uh I did place a little bet at one of my books uh Baltimore touched minus three for a second so I put that one in but that's about it I just thought I was good, good value on the number I think it'll be close give me uh Twenty three twenty, Baltimore. All right. All right. All right. I think that does it. We've made it through our week two best bets. Thank you to Joey for joining me once again. Uh, last thing that we have to plug for champions Round before we head out of here. Sunday's best four round snake draft for fantasy. All you have to do is draft one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver and one tight end play today. Draft takes two minutes. Lots of fun. You can play for money. You can play for free, play with your friends. Come and join us play Sunday's best. All right, that does it for Gambling with Gold, episode 104, NFL Week 2. Best bets, we'll be back next Friday with our Week 3 bets. Hopefully we lock in all these picks and stay hot, baby. Let's go. All right, talk to you guys later. Good luck with your bets. See ya.